0: Welcome to the Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people.
1: That's right. While we're loving God and love people, uh, Marla and I are on the road ministering. Hello. And one of the places that we're at, uh, we're on show number two of a great visit here in Missouri, in Rocky Comfort, Missouri.
0: That kind of sounds like an oxymoron.
1: Rocky Comfort. Rocky Comfort. I
0: yeah. don't get that.
1: But. <laughs> he probably has a message on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're here today with um, our special guests, Dan and Karen. Sarah. 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 Karen is not here. Sarah yeah. came. <laughs> and the last name is Goose Tree.
1: Yeah. And,
0: uh, I should have written it down. I, I They're I local think pastors get that wrong,
1: here, but. and uh, we started out listening to their testimony of being in a denominational church where he was about to get ordained as a, a an elder in the church. And a few days before that organization, there's a had been a revival going on in the area for the previous four years. He starts... He gets born again because he heard a, a presentation of the gospel like he'd never heard. Two
0: days before. Her. Two days
1: before that. And through a, a, the next series of events, I'm encapsulating all this really fast so we can catch up, uh, he starts having encounters with God, with Holy Spirit. And uh, since they had no experience with that before in their denomination, they weren't sure what was going on. Um, Sarah thought Dan was crazy and that the devil had gotten a hold of him. Uh, all of his friends said the same thing. Matter of fact, they turned against him and told her, his own family not to listen to him, just kind of endure being in the same house together. And so here we are in a community of faith and people that are supposed to be representing Christ, and we just uh, turn on each other and spit, spit them out if they, don't, if they do something odd. But, uh, and so this is a, an, an amazing testimony of the love of God and how he, he chooses people to bring into his family, and he won't let them go, and he'll do anything to bring, bring us in. And so you're going to want to stay and listen to the rest of the story here um, as we pick up uh, where we left off. In the year 2019? In the year 2019 was uh, Sarah finally heard from God about selling their uh, chicken farming operation after saying no to God two or three times. And uh, Dan's interceding for his wife, uh, loving her no matter what she said to him. She's trying to push his buttons, trying to uh, get, uh, get him to say something back. And he did nothing but love her back, which melted her
2: heart. And she said yes to God. And so that's where we're picking up the story. Amen. That's where we're picking it up. So uh, one thing we forgot to mention in the middle of this uh, baptizing the Holy Spirit thing and uh, selling the poultry farm was a tornado. We had a tornado come through, and and uh, that's a whole nother podcast probably. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, through that tornado, uh, we met with some friends, and uh, um, I'll let Sarah tell this, but they invited us to come over uh, one Sunday night. We didn't have church. It was Mother's Day, I remember, and uh, they didn't have church. So I'll let Sarah tell that.
3: Yeah, uh, amazingly how God puts people in your life that you don't know you need. And um, he, I didn't know her, Stacy, and he put her in my life. And she said, um, Can you, um, we built a new house, can you come write scripture on the floor? And I'm like, Sure. But the funny little thing is, she went to a different church and she said, um, We're well, having service. Would you like to come? And I'm like, I don't know. Do they have snakes? <laughs> I mean, that's what I asked Dan, do they have snakes? I mean, cause that's, that's what you think when you don't know in my other denominations. And, and we went, and I got to watch Dan worship for the first time in six or eight months because where we were attending church, which we had not left at that time, he had no right. He wasn't allowed to really make noise or speak or everything was taken from him. But there I got to watch him worship and I love the Lord and it, it was just beyond what I could imagine. And I knew instantly we needed to leave, you know, where we was and, and to move on and hard to sometimes let go of the past. Yeah. Mm.
2: So through this relationship with, uh, Mike and Stacy, um, we began to to pray together. We just begin to get in the house and and just meet together, and we just prayed together just for just for God to show His glory and the move of God. And and uh Stacy kept saying that uh, the Lord had told her that we need to have a tent. We need to put up a tent. And she had told the the pastor where we was actually going to church at at that time. Just told the pastor, but he never would accept it. And I was like, well, maybe it's something else. Let's just pray into it. So we began to pray and into it and. And the Lord said, I've cleared a path, you know, where this tent goes, I've cleared a path. And it was actually just a half a mile down the road from where we're at right now, where the tornado went through. And uh, so we began to pray and he began to show us a tent. He began to show us a a comfortable place to pray, an altar, water, and just different things over like probably eight or 10 months, you know. And uh, then finally, we was like, let's just do it. And we prayed for a date and it was September, been September 21st, 20th or 21st, don't remember, September 21st of 20. And uh, so that began with a, a tent revival, and we really didn't advertise it or nothing. We thought, you know, if it's just us four that shows up, then we're obedient, and that's fine. So so we go up there, and, and like Sarah said, people came the first, you know, they came, and then they're like, well, I think it's supposed to go on longer, but we didn't ever tell the people before they left that night. But <laughs> but. Anyway, people kept coming in and, and 21 days, and then it got, it cooled off there, you know.
0: So you did 21-day revival type tent meeting, 21-day mm-hmm. okay. tent meeting. And you were the speaker?
2: Uh, different speakers, uh-huh. but most of the time it was me. Um, at the end, it was cooling off, so he moved out here to the garage at the house. You know, he pushed the tools, at that time it had tools and stuff in there, pushed the tools and stuff over to the side and started having service here in the, in the, the shop at the house. And... Uh, it went on after 21 days. We we quit. We stopped, and all along it was like I knew it was more than just the the 21 day tent revival. So uh, after that, Lord showed us to start up on Friday nights to start Friday nights. And the reason it's Friday nights is basically anybody could come on Friday night and to get the community together, get other area pastors together, because because I want to see all the churches on fire because mm-hmm. the church Amen. is like a hospital and. It, and it's, it's going to take every one of them to touch people. Amen. More than there's, more than we have, actually, but, but to all be working together. So that's why it was on Friday night. So, so we did that, uh, and then um, people started coming. Yeah, then people started coming, and uh, we got a word. Well, what are you going to do with them now? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you going to do with them now? Because there's a lot of people coming on Friday night that actually didn't have churches. You know, in my way of thinking, how I thought it should look it didn't happen that way. Yeah. So people started coming that actually didn't have a church home and a lot of them have been hurt by religion. And so I so we relate and, and you guys will see that tonight. You'll see the love and the hunger of the people here tonight. Now but,
0: we're in a a rural community of about how many people right now?
2: Between we're right between two towns and between both towns like 850. Okay. So
0: All right, and about how many people were coming to your 21 day
2: Oh, uh, the first night probably I don't remember 40, uh-huh. something like that. Mm-hmm. So, and it just
0: started growing?
2: Uh, it kind of went down cuz we didn't ever advertise or anything. Yeah. So, it went down and up and it I, I really don't remember. You ask hard questions. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um So, then we started uh Sunday mornings. Yeah. In April uh Mister. Of this year? Of 21. 21. April of 21, we started doing Sunday mornings. And then during having, COVID. Oh, yeah. Yeah, didn't even think nothing about it, but that's what people said, during COVID, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why You not? can't start a church during COVID, you can't start a church, <laughs> right? So, so yeah, so we started, and then, then just been poured. But, like, our, our main goal, I mean, our main purpose is is to, like I mentioned in the last podcast, is to seek His face, seek His presence, seek His glory, and to rid anything out of us that is not a hymn, you know, and just uh, we're very, very adamant about prayer. Probably the hardest thing I have for, for people to do, and, and those of you as, as pastors, is to get your people to pray. But, uh, I mean, it's just been amazing.
0: So you do a Friday night, and then you do a, a Friday night barn meeting in your shop, or whatever you want to call it, and then you have on Sunday mornings and Sunday nights, uh, Sunday morning only, church. So how many people do you normally have on Friday nights out here in rural Missouri?
2: It's probably still around the 40 to 50 mark, okay. I'd say. Nice, But so. they come
0: from all over.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we got people that, that drive 45 minutes, an hour, hour and a half. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. That, to be
0: here on a Friday to night. To be here on a Friday and night. And are most of them people that just don't have a church home or they've been hurt, church
1: hurt?
2: I'd say yes. Yeah, wow. for the most part, I love that. It's, yeah. such a, it's such a need
1: in the United States. We have the similar circumstance in the part of Montana that we live in. It's not a a, a huge populated state to begin with, and the the towns that we live in are not not real big. But not as small um, as
0: Rocky Comfort. More for people sure. than
1: here, yeah. But the same thing. It's the same thing there. Um, a lot of uh, denominational churches, a few non denominational churches that are kind of you know, not too much on fire. And uh, and so the, the valley is filled with people that are uh, uh, still love God but won't go to church, won't fellowship because of past hurts. And uh, it really breaks my heart. I've been uh, praying and, and crying out to God myself, uh, being a man of prayer, just asking God, what do we do to convince them that it's, that it's not like that that the love of God is not like that that there's real men and women of God that are interested in them being equipped to become ministers themselves and so Amen. it's such a need in the United States and uh, for sure uh, there's there so many people that have uh, sought after God and then they were they were
2: disappointed and they stopped absolutely yeah it's the relationships that have been built uh, since that point i mean we'd been to the uh, North Georgia revival yeah. with Pastor Todd Smith and yeah. and he's been here like four times, but uh, just pours into us. You know, uh, Tim and Donald Lunk we met we met through that uh, in Kentucky. There's a massive revival going on, actually in East and West Kentucky, but the West Kentucky revival, um, it's just. Created this bond, and I mean, we have speakers come in, you know, like like you guys, and people will see tonight that that I mean, just literally, just love people. They're not out for anything <laughs> yeah, else, right. but they just yeah. they just actually love people, you know. And and that's what I would heard after uh, bringing several speakers in. It's like we never dreamed there'd be so many yeah. people out there that just yeah. literally love people. I right. mean, that, that's my heart. When I was in the uh, denominational church, I would see people uh, come in and on fire. And then something would happen, and they would leave, and they'd be worse off of when they came. And, and nothing against the denominational church; I'm not saying that by any means. But, but just uh, that's my heart's desire is to s- see people healed, set free, and delivered. You know, if we can get if we can get the the church members, the save people where they're not injured, right. <laughs> then we can get a lot more people born again. Yeah. So, so,
0: so you guys do something pretty edgy.
2: Here on Friday nights,
1: um,
0: we had never heard of it until we came and spent time with Tim and Donna. Um, but why don't you share what you do at the end of the service? Now, put your seatbelts on, everybody, because this is edgy. But I'm telling you, they're seeing incredible
2: results because of it. Absolutely, um, I told you before in the tent revival that that the Lord said to have water. You know, water. Some didn't didn't think a whole lot about it then, but um, and then uh, through the North Georgia Revival, uh, um, Pastor Todd said uh, uh, when we went down there and and preached into, or went down there and went to it, he says, uh, uh, Pastor Todd was on a 21-day fast with the church, and he had a vision uh, and a strip of fire over the top of the water. He said, I'm going to baptize people with Holy Spirit fire, and he had no idea what that meant. He just thought maybe it's a different believer's baptism or something like that. So so it goes on when the revival started. Actually, it's been over five years ago. And uh, a guy went in one night. His mom was saved or something like that. And uh, this guy was going in to help his mom. And he's like, well, can I get baptized too? And uh, anyway, when he went in, um, he had psoriasis. And when he came out, he didn't have psoriasis. <laughs> So that was the first miracle at Georgia and like I said Pastor Todd had had been here and and uh, and and it's it, it passes on I mean it's for everybody I mean it's it's so wild but but it's not the water you know it's baptisms but it's not the water it's a it's a an altar I mean it's a a place to of death to die to It's a place just to meet him. I mean, it, it, it's no different. And we get so much slack flack over it from from people. They don't come directly to us as pastors, but, but to everyone else. You know, they're out there and saying, oh, that's of the devil and that's of this and that. But, but uh, I mean, I've seen too much to not believe. So
0: you baptize people. This isn't water baptism like you get saved, you get water baptized. This is a whole different thing. It's a baptism of fire. And what kind of other testimonies have you had from people that have
3: um, some been of the baptized? The first time we had it, or the second time, um, Wendy came, and um, she was healed of lupus off of 29 medicines, um, and it wasn't instant. It was it took a little bit. It was about a month before she'd realized this, so that was probably the first miracle we saw here, um, other than there's always spiritual miracles, you know, things go off that we didn't know, because later we don't respond the way we used to respond, you know, all that stuff's broken off, or dies in the water, we've seen neuropathy, um, hip dysplasia, dysplasia um, when Ava started coming, she was like three, two or three, and in a full body cast, but the sweetest baby you ever met, you know, but she, they told them she had hip dysplasia, and the doctors wanted to do surgery, and the parents, we'd put her in the water, and uh, they knew she was healed, so they told the doctor that they wanted another x-ray or MRI, and they said, no, it doesn't change, it's what it is. And they went on to another doctor and they did the MRI and she is fine. (laughs) Um, So, you know, and they got some persecution for that from the doctor that they was with. So
2: yeah. Seen psoriasis healed, seen a lady get up out of a wheelchair and, and walk and, and it's just, just so glorious the things he's doing. But, but the most glorious thing is, is when someone, you know, truly realizes that they are forgiven and that, and that, that heart gets back to the yeah. to the pure joy and the yeah. pure love. And- it's
1: really it's really what the gospel's all about is bringing people into a place where there's transformation. Right. You you used to think this way. You used to have bad habits or addictions or and the inability to love other people. And then Jesus comes in. You get you get made a new creation in Christ Jesus, and you become you become new. You're. That's, I mean, it's great that you're healed in your body. Like, I agree, the the, the biggest miracle is right. is
2: a new life in Christ. And over this this time of praying, you know, I began to see, and as it began to point out, you know, G- in Jesus in Acts, first chapter Acts says, the things both... Jesus began to do and teach, teach and do. And then Paul said, I preach with the power and demonstration of the Holy Spirit. Yes. So so I pray still pray that to this day. I prayed that for years. Lord, Lord, I don't want to preach if there's not power and demonstration of your Holy Spirit. So so it's not just we threw up a building, put a pool in there and start doing stuff. I mean, there's been a lot poured into it over right. over time to 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 see. Because we need a we need people have got to see a to me, a physical move of God. I mean, I mean, you see people out here so bound, and they actually believe. To me, they believe more in Satan than they do a God because they've never really seen yeah. anything. You know, yeah. we we had some people in uh, the to be the, anyway. Um, They're talking about levitating chairs. You know. And some of this stuff, you know, I just now heard of, but I mean, they're looking for a power that's... The world is looking for something supernatural. Amen. Yeah. And
0: we have the supernatural.
2: That's right. Amen. And he's With, here. Without now.
1: the
0: side effects. Yeah. Without the yeah. side yeah. effects. You know, <laughs> another you... person that we have here in the room, here at the table, is Tim and Donna. That They're the ones that introduced us to you. And they're edgy too. They have a pool at their church where they do monthly, I think it is, these baptisms of fire. And so I asked Tim, I said, could you share a couple of testimonies of what's happened um from from that
4: yeah so um we have seen cancer we just uh getting some testimonies even today and like in yesterday of cancer uh for stage 4 cancer and without no treatment uh but they, hey, he had taken one shot to lower his testosterone but the doctor said that that would have no nothing would do nothing for his cancer, basically. But his numbers went from 12.1 or 2 down to below normal. And we knew when he was baptized, I saw the fire of God just flow into this man. And uh, I had a, such a confidence that he was totally healed. And so to get the report back just the last day or two, uh, we got people rejoicing, you know, um, just wow, wow, wow. That's so powerful yeah. and so good and then of course i'm going to have sarah help me with this one but we have a a a lady that just started coming to our church and they were going to a a church where there was you know it was entertainment i'm not i'm I just want to be careful how i say that um but it was it wasn't the spirit of god you know and, and it was more of a yeah anyhow, leave that alone but they started coming to our church and um they started getting fed spiritually and then they started, uh, going in the waters. Uh, she was been, she'd been legally blind since birth. So she's 19 years old on a full disability scholarship because of her blindness. She had some sight, but it was so limited. It was, you know, very hard to to do anything. And, uh, we had an immersion service and she'd been raped two years previous to this. She'd been raped and she went in the waters just to deal with the rape, you know, the the anger and, the, and the, just the, the hatred in her heart for this person that raped her. And so she uh, and Sarah, if you don't mind, just pick up the story.
3: Yeah, um, when Sarah got into the water, um, you could tell something was not right, um, but I wasn't for sure. So I just baptized her the first time, but when she came up the second time, Holy Spirit says, tell her to forgive him. I'm not from the area, so I have no clue what went on with her, but I saw instantly that's what it was, you know. And when she came up the second time, complete freedom. You just saw it gone all over her. And um, she actually goes to get out of the water, and a lady taps me on the shoulder, uh, the Wendy that was healed of lupus, and she said, Sarah, what about her eyes? Because strange, she got baptized in her glasses, and they were very thick, but I didn't think anything about it, and I thought, oh. And I said, what is, what is wrong with you? And she said, I'm legally blind, And my flesh was like, oh. You know, and I I repented because I know. zero
2: peripheral vision. Yeah,
3: legally blind, no peripheral vision. And so I repented because I knew I can't work when I have doubt. And so I repented of that. And she went under the first time. And she had some better, but it wasn't the God I serve. It wasn't who he is because he's a healer. I mean, he paid for that. It is done. And when she came up the second time, I remember her going, Oh, and my, her head, you know, it hurt. And I was thinking, but can you see? Can you see? Because I just knew. You just saw it all over, but she hadn't realized it yet, you know. And it was so good. And, and I mean, there's documented proof. You can't, it doesn't lie. God doesn't lie.
4: Yeah, she said well, she, she wouldn't even open up her eyes because she was a she felt the pressure. She knew something had shifted inside of her head. And so she was a, almost like, she, did, she was afraid to look. But when she opened up her eyes for the first time, she could see people on both sides of her. So good. Praise and then, the, and the, the next day she read a Praise book. The Lord. cover to cover uh without her glasses and yeah it's just crazy
1: yeah yeah i'm, I'm reminded uh, every time we talk about the immersions wow. and the miracles and everything and the pushback from uh, established church and uh which isn't surprising because it's it's something that they're not used to and they don't understand it but uh you know the prophet told naaman to go dip in the river seven times and he got healed mm-hmm. and that's canonized scripture we read this in our bibles Preachers use this to teach us things in our Bibles. But when it happens right now in our in our day and a woman comes up out of the water and she can see and before she couldn't see, I'm like, that's the same thing, right? I mean, be obedient. If you (laughs) want God to touch you, come to him and humble yourself and do something that you have never done before. And I think it puts us in a place, and I loved how Sarah just said, I can't work unless I'm using my faith and she realized doubt was there for a minute and it's the same thing for the people that are coming to receive something from God uh we we believe and then we receive the bible says so if if you're sick in your body and you want healed or you're having trauma uh the uh demons are messing with you and you're dealing with torment in your mind or in, in your sleep um Come to Vanita, Oklahoma. Come to Rocky Comfort. Go to the Healing Revival in North Georgia. Uh, find out how to get there. You can contact us through Outpouring International. We'll help you get there. But uh, and and just obey God. Um, ask for the uh, somebody in 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 your community that lays hands on the sick and sees them recover. Just go to him and ask him to pray for you. You don't have it doesn't have to be a swim and pull. God honors your faith, but but you have to make a step. You have to. You have to believe that God loves you enough for you not to leave you like you are. Just like Sarah's heart was broken for this young lady. I hope She's got to be healed. This is, this is just gonna, how it's going to work because that's God. And he, does, he doesn't do anything halfway. And so um, it just encourages me to hear the testimonies. There's, there's somebody listening right now and you're asking yourself, could that be me? Could God heal me? I mean, we, we heard the words lupus. We heard the words cancer. We heard the incurable things where, where man has no, no way uh, uh, f- to give you relief. And yet God's healing these people all over the country. And I've seen it myself, uh, guys that were born blind in their eyes. And, and I laid hands on them, and their eyes open, and they can see right there in front of me. And, and so I, I, I'm, I'm telling you these, this because God's a respecter of faith. That's all he's looking, he's going, I'm good, I, I, I died for you, my blood was shed for you, I've made a way for you to come to me and be whole and healthy in your body, in your, in your mind, in, in your spirit, man, and, uh, and that healing's available for you right now. And so we just release that, the, the Spirit of God to touch you even right now. Just listening to these testimonies could be healing your body, setting you free from pain. Discomfort. There's somebody I, I think's listening right now that's got pain in your back and you can't sleep, and God's relieving that right now. Pressure's released off of your vertebrae. There, that pinch nerve is stopped, and and you're receiving uh, relief from that right now in Jesus' name. Also, I'm hearing uh, uh, pain in your teeth, in your lower jaw, uh, exactly on the left hand side. All that pain's gone right now in Jesus' name. You're free, and and. Another word of knowledge uh, from the other end of the t- table from Donna, who doesn't have a microphone. She's saying somebody right now is being set free from a migraine. We just release the chemical imbalance in your brain and all the, the connections to be healed in Jesus' name. Not only are you healed of your migraine right now, but you're not going to have another one. You're healed of having migraines in Jesus' name. And... uh. uh and and if and if you're in the room listening to this and you need healing for whatever it is God's touching your body we don't have to say it but uh the people that did <laughs> that we did call out those things you're healed for sure uh, send us a testimony back so we can rejoice with you and encourage everybody else so uh so yeah so here we are we're going to have a meeting tonight and we're gonna we're going to ask Holy spirit to come and to continue the story (laughs) that we've been talking about. So what would, what would you say to everybody
2: listening to close out the show about your testimony? Um, he's real. He's so real. He's not just somebody that God's not just, just someone that you you talk about or a, a figment of your imagination. He's real. He wants to guide and direct your life. Uh, I believe right now uh, he's telling some of you to put your faith to action. And you're thinking, man, I can't get to uh, Oklahoma or Missouri or or Georgia. And he's telling me to tell you to go fill up your bathtub and uh, go self immerse yourself. I mean, I've heard testimonies of it, and I don't believe it's no different for you listening right there right now. Um, Maybe you can't get in a bathtub, wet down a rag. Dump a cup of water over your head, whatever, whatever. Oh, that sounds crazy. Jesus spit and made mud and put in people's yes, eyes. He did.
1: Stretch out your hand. <laughs> yeah, we,
2: how, we get so much from from the water, but like, oh, what if we just spit in people's face? But but uh, fill your bathtub up, self immerse yourself. Just two weeks ago, we was in in a Relevate Church in Ranger, Georgia, and a lady come in with. Uh, MS. And she says, I am not leaving here till I'm healed. Maybe that's you tonight. I'm not leaving here today, whatever it may be. I'm not leaving here till I'm healed. He's ready to touch you right now, right where you're at. Yeah. Jesus, Father, we love you, Lord. Lord, you're so good, Lord, Lord, that you are everywhere, whatever country this may be in, Lord. Lord, Zimbabwe or Whatever it is, Lord, as your healing, Lord, touches them, Lord, right now, Lord, Lord, as you are, are sozo, Lord. Lord, the Greek word for, uh, for saved out of your Bible is sozo, and it means saved, healed, delivered, made whole, made well. So right now, you're sozoed in Jesus' name as you receive what Christ did for you on that cross of Calvary. That's, That's right. right. And all the people with microphones said... Amen. amen
1: we love you thank you so much for being with us today on the church doctors podcast don't uh don't but don't be feel like you're out there alone um where you can contact us through our website we'll call you back we'll minister to you we'll help you get connected to a, an alive family of god that can help you we'll, we'll help you find a church that actually loves people with without wanting anything in return in, in a godly fashion it's it's there's a real thing like that out there don't give up and and press in and and claim your healing you keep it when the devil might come back and knock on your door and offer you some uh symptoms oh 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 oh, oh your brain's going to go uh oh is that it do i have it again he's just offering you that present of sickness and disease back and you don't have to receive it because god set you free and and, and healed you and so uh, that's part of your faith duty is to resist the devil, the Bible says, and he'll re- uh, flee from you. So um, stay in contact with us. Share this story with somebody that y- they, their, their name came to mind, and you're like, oh, they have to hear this. This is for them. Uh, share it with them, and we'll see, we'll see God get the glory through sharing the testimony of, of, of this amazing couple's journey with with God and being obedient with God. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today.
2: Thank you guys.
1: Thank you. And uh, thank you for for ministering to the people.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Church Doctors Podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at
4: outpouringintl.com.